For some reason, my cat likes you, and like she doesn't like my, my roommates, but she likes you. Yeah, I'm a lovable person. Yeah, but Everyone's you're not. Everyone's a- in love with me. This beautiful disaster, begging you kill me, please. Won't you kill me, please? Yeah, I I know that song very little. I like. I it. know that part. Um, great song. You're not a cat guy. <clears throat> no, I like cats. I just wouldn't own one. Well, yeah, so you're not a cat guy. I like Persia. That's like being okay. That's like being like, nah, I'm not a boob guy, but you know what? I like boobs. It's like then you're a boob guy. Even if you like butts, you're still a boob guy. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But if you don't own a cat, <clears throat> and if you don't own boobs, you're not a boob That'd guy or a cat if you guy. Own boobs. No, not really. Um, you can buy them on Amazon. I don't know why I was looking, but I was like, oh, fake you. fake pairs of titties, and they're it's you. they're purchasable. There are party tits purchasable on Amazon. Oh, party tits. Yeah. So everyone like, gets a pair of tits. <laughs> you get titties. You like, get titties. They're not all plastic, but they're these tits that you could just stick to your <laughs> chest. Either they have silicone like rubbery ones, or they have these like hard plastic ones that you can stick to your chest. Gross. All right. Hey, uh, guess what, bitches? This is the Sometimes I Hate Everything today. What's up, bitches? This is Sometimes I Hate You, Season 5, Episode no, season 16? Season 5? <laughs> season 3. Where the fuck did <laughs> two seasons go? I don't know. Six months of our life disappeared. <laughs> it's um, gone forever. So, what, Season 3, Episode 16, then? Yeah, that's what we're on. Yeah. Uh, we decided to call this episode Sometimes I Hate Everything. No, thanks. Because I said that already. No, I was explaining it. Do okay. you want to explain it? No, I'm over it now. Suck oh, yeah? my dick. So the reason we call it Sometimes I Hate Everything is because we realized we haven't had a bitching episode either ever or this season. I think the f- the first time was like first season. Yeah. Right after we it played Ark. That episode. <laughs> that episode <laughs> no, might no. actually not exist. I don't, I don't think it exists. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it ever saw the light of day. I don't recall, but whatever. Uh, so, like, do you want to give a preface on why we're doing this? Well, you and I have been living life recently. Like, you know, people who live. But we've been recently waking up every day and regretting breathing. Oh, dude. I've been, like, <laughs> redonkulously depressed. Um, and, like, it happens every once in a while. Uh, but usually it happens more. I, I think it's relationship-wise, like, relationship-related that I end up, like, the most depressed. I think it's a weird combination of everything. But sometimes I just hate fucking, like, knowing people. Like, I just hate people in the world. And with our jobs, they're so forward-facing that we see so many people every fucking day, day. and I can't stand them. So, uh, we're, I mean, we're going to joke, I guess, a bit on this episode, but it's kind of like a venting episode of why we hate things. So, prepare your ears. This isn't going to be your normal broadcast of idiocy. It's going to get dark. Yeah. And it will get depressing. So There'll be a few chuckles in there. (laughs) I think it's, um, (laughs) like, so my biggest reason for this is... It's important, like, okay, we listened to a podcast uh, called The Comedy Button, and it's hosted by a few different people. One of them is Brian Altano, and he sometimes talks about his wife and his best friend. Um, It's important to hate things with the people that you love, like, hate the same things together. Yeah. For some reason, it just works that way, Um, and I fully agree with that personally. I think it's important to just dislike and be comfortable disliking things. And when you have someone that mutually understands it with you, it's even better. Yeah, you can't love everything. There's got to be some shit that you hate, and it's important for you to hate it together, like to share that hatred. Um. So uh, what's the first note, bitch face? We can jump in straight into this ball sack. Unless you want to do something else? No, nah, we're doing this. So I thought. Misanthropy. Okay. <laughs> can you define misanthropy? 
I can't give you an actual dictionary definition for it. Yeah, no. So what do you, what do you have? It's a dislike for society and people. Okay, so I'm just simply going to do this really quick. Hey Siri, define misanthropy. Misanthropy means a dislike of humankind. <laughs> All right, there we go. Exactly just what simply I said. disliking humankind. <laughs> um, so, okay. You're a big metal fan. I'm a big metal fan. Yeah. I'm a much bigger metal fan. Of course. It's because I'm seven feet tall and made of radioactive armor. Mm, half of that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm made of radioactive armor? The seven feet tall for it. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm happy about that. No, but okay. So, um, I don't know. With with negative music comes the comfortableness of hating that around you, everyone around yeah. you. Um, dude, fuck. I think the genre that we listen to the most embraces it the most. Yeah, well, because so many people are so comfortable with accepting everything, and with heavy metal and um, like heavy metal and more abrasive genres like punk and uh, even psychobilly and stuff like that. It allows you to really dig in and look at what you fucking hate in mankind. And embrace it. Yeah. Because it doesn't try and tell you that everything is going to be better. It doesn't try and tell you that everything is okay. It lets you know shit's fucked up and it doesn't, f- it's not bad that you feel this. No, it's yeah. Part it's part of life. Exactly. It's a way of life. Like, not everybody needs to win a prize. Not everybody's a good person. You don't need the participation medals. Not everybody's redeemable. A lot of people are shitbags, and you will die a shitbag. Simple as that. So your job on this fucking planet is to try to do shitbaggery as little as possible, I guess. And some people just don't get it. Most people don't. A lot I of think people it's, don't, dude. Yeah. I think it's pretty much motivated by selfishness. Like, mankind is a fucking selfish animal. Yeah. Because um, we justify everything we do for the, the greater good of either us as a whole, our species, or the individual. You know yep. what I mean? Rather, like, we... Instead we, of a specific group or whatnot. We're the only animal that just <coughs> decides to raise and kill things just for raising and killing yeah. them, to eat them, or, uh, like, for clothes. There are fucking leather cows. Yeah. No one eats meat off of those bitches. Just There's just leather skin. cows. That's fucking insane. So... Yeah, there's there's something wrong with us. Um, I think it was fucking the Matrix that put it really well. Mankind is a virus. We are a fucking plague on this planet like no other. We are the biggest blight on this entire Earth. Yeah. Because we, we're a fucking global catastrophe of a species. Like, we have we've every fought, corner like, of the planet. Yeah, we've fought plagues over the years, but in reality, we are those plagues. Yeah, we one are of the, the worst. We are the ones killing Earth, and we are the ones destroying everything around it. Dude, when space travel <laughs> happens... Um, oh, yeah. I, see, I don't know why I'm so full of quotes. Um, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast called Star Talk one time, and uh, he was talking about it, and he said specifically... Why doesn't mankind, um, like, if we don't fix this world, if we don't try in this world, why are we trying to leave this world? We're not going to change those habits. Exactly. We're just going to treat every planet like it's disposable rather than trying to make this world a better place. Because all we're going to do is just literally, oh, we fucked that one up. Time to go start over on another. Do the same fucking shit. That's why everybody wants to go to fucking Mars is because it looks like a good place that will have like a good habitat for mankind. But next thing you know, we're just going to use all of its natural resources. And it's going to be a fucking wasteland. Fucking vicious cycle. So, mankind, you are a virus. And 
I don't know. I we're feel, part of the virus, but yeah, you know no, what? we're totally part of it. I mean, even like wanting your personal belongings, your personal space. How much of that shit that you have killed people or kills <clears throat> people from just its production? Yeah. Or like, I mean, I have video game systems. They're made out of plastic and copper. The refinement processes of those things murder environments and ecosystems entirely, and it's our fault for liking these things. Yeah, everything that we literally invest in has hurt the earth in some way yeah. or another. Yeah, I mean, n- modern man is just <coughs> fucking just a horrible thing. So misanthropy is just the detest of human beings as a whole, and I, I feel it. Do you feel it? Yeah, there's days, there's very strong days where <laughs> I just want it all to go away. Just <laughs> let nature take it back. I, yeah, I can agree <coughs> with that. Like, just... Well, I think nature will take uh, it back. Simply, we'll kill ourselves with radioactive warfare. Yeah. Or something else that's even more confusing, like fucking just ravenous like germs that take your skin off. Or werewolf vampires. Werewolf vampires? (laughs) Werewolf vampires. Werewolf vampires are in um, that movie, the... uh, the underworld movies oh yeah they did the weird hybrid ones yeah there. it's just a guy who turns blue and sexy and he's like he's like i gotta take my shirt off for this one give me a second Check this out. <sighs> i mean sure all the other werewolves do take their clothes off but like no yeah. one's like that's a sexy werewolf like, yeah just a him. sexy fucking, fucking werewolf sexy. nobody does that yeah no but people do that for the fucking blue vampire guy blue werewolf vampire that's man that's a way of life there's um did you see the newest one of those movies? Dude, I watched like one of those movies. Oh, I love all of those movies. I know you do. Um so <laughs> I was watching that with my my ex guitarist from Finding Thetis, Sky. Um and Sky and I were watching the newest one and fucking what is her name? What's the main chick's name? Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale became a vampire and werewolf hybrid goddess. She was able to move faster than like time or some shit like that. I don't know. It <laughs> turned into it, it. It turned into the Resident Evil. I was about franchise. to say she turned into Mia Show from yeah, Resident that whole, Evil. That whole movie <laughs> like series has turned into Resident That's Evil. That's what happens when you go more than three movies deep into anything. They're just like, well, we're out of ideas. Let's make Star a Wars did it just fine. What are you talking about? Fuck all of that noise. Episodes one through three. Strongly you- disagree. Episode one is stupid because it's a movie about a kid on a road trip in space. But two was actually really cool because uh, double double lightsabers and sixty seven Jedi on a screen and at on one top time. of that an entire war happened. Yeah, and then three Guess was what? great because that's blowing your load. <laughs> three was it's blowing your load because what do you get past that? Oh, you go into three intergalactic star battles. <laughs> yeah, and it's depressing. <laughs> exactly, it's super depressing. So no matter what, it happens. And then you see what happened when they kept going. You get episode seven, all right, which is just a remake of episode one, in all honesty. And then you get episode eight. Yeah, so you, it takes seven things to get <laughs> shitty. It doesn't take three things nah, to man, get shitty. I don't count seven because that shit was just a fucking like, hey, let's just remake a new hope. <laughs> so Resident Evil one, two, and three was really good. Uh, Star Wars 1, 2, and 3 were okay. Star Wars 4, 5, 6 were great. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, but, okay. I also <laughs> want to point out Rogue One is actually really good, and so is Solo. Yeah, but let's keep those so out let's, of this. Well, okay, we'll not go with Star because Wars, all right? technically, you could do that with the Resident Evil movies, because they have the CGI ones, if you want to look at it like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we won't <laughs> go with Star Wars. And then, all right, 
I I mean, I definitely agree <laughs> with the Lord of the Rings franchise. Uh-huh. The Hobbit being turned into three movies is stupid. <laughs> it's a journey it's of so a stupid. that was already found in the precursor movies. <laughs> No, you don't know I what don't the know Hobbits is about. <laughs> I can tell you don't know what the Hobbits is I about. I own those movies. You told me never to watch them. Yeah, just simply waste simply, nine hours of yeah, my life. Simply do not watch the Hobbit. I'll just pretend they don't exist. Yeah, that's all you do. It's fine. What's uh, the Hobbit? Uh, a book. I think it's a book. 1982. What are books? Uh, the internet on paper. Oh, what is that's paper? Weird. <laughs> What is paper? <laughs> God damn it. What's um what's the next <clears throat> thing? Oh, speaking of the internet, people on the internet. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's a good segue. All right, so my my first rule, my first thing, you don't talk about the internet. It will that, fuck you. <laughs> no, I actually have some something to say. Um <clears throat> fuck you, everyone on the internet, including you guys listening to the show. Because you know, fuck us. You fuck us. Yes, exactly. Fuck us so hard. Everybody who has access to the internet thinks that their opinion is valid. And guess what? That they have a it's right to not. speak. Oh, well, a right to speak louder than those who are not attached to the internet. I, I found out recently that there is something called Instagram models, which is, I know it sounds stupid like an old, I'm an old man, but no. Instagram models means you are famous on one particular platform. Yep. And I want to point out, being a model on Instagram doesn't specifically mean that you're famous. No. You can be a person who takes pictures of yourself or people take pictures of you, post them, and you're not famous. Yeah. So we there's that. We could do it. Exactly. We could be Instagram models. You know what we should? Uh, We're just going to turn our Instagram on Sometimes I Hate You into a model page. Yeah, I just hate myself for doing that. That's but fine. okay, so there's we that. Hate everything. <laughs> you're not fucking special. No one's special. Like, you are the same thing that everyone is. Why would you think that your voice deserves to be, like, people argue all over the internet. People share videos that are purely opinion-focused. Yeah, about something that means nothing Or, Or what's worse is they just say the same thing as other people. As someone people. else. Exactly. They're like, oh, I have this opinion, but my opinion matters more than what he said, even though it's the same words, but I'm going to say them more angrily. Exactly. Guess what, bitch? You are not the unique snowflake that you think you are. You've been watching too much Fight Club. <laughs> yes. Stop it. I love that shit. It's <laughs> I love, made me hate see, the world so I, much more. I love Fight Club too, but Fight Club is a little different because it's got one special thing that no other medium seems to have, and that's a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and the solution is to reset all mankind to anarchy and start at zero. That's I mean, the only need. other thing I can think of that has that mindset is punk music. Yeah. That's the only it other really thing. Does. But but most of them spend the most of their times is going around in gutters and wearing battle vests. You see my point. <laughs> exactly. People who listen to punk music, you didn't win that fight. I'm sorry. You, you guys were, a, you were you were a movement in the sixties and what you needed to do is be much more aggressive, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. You needed to hurt and kill people to get your point across. But you didn't. You didn't. No. Instead you did drugs and fucked each other. And gave each other things. You were the same thing as hippies. Punks. <laughs> Just more. Regardless gross. of what you believe, you were the same thing as hippies. Even the straight edge ones. You are the same fucking thing. <clears throat> um I don't know. I just I think it's the the sense that individuality individuality is important on the internet is what bothers me. No one is an individual. You and I. This doesn't mean shit on the fucking internet. Exactly. It means fucking nothing. You guys are listening to this show. It's this entire abyss of pure 
fucking muddled bullshit. Well, what it is is it's a fucking <clears throat> screaming contest where people just scream into each other's faces without listening. To like, wave the biggest dick. You and I do this all the time while talking to one another. We're able to speak at the same time and, and share conversations. what we're talking about. We just did it right exactly, now. <laughs> exactly like that. I can receive while you speak and you can receive while I speak while not actually agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. And that's what the internet is. It's no one listening to one another. It's just saying something at the face of another person. Because everyone wants their voices to be heard. And what makes you think your voice deserves to be heard? Who told you that you were special or you're not? Who the fuck said that you were special? There there was something somewhere that that people just kind of clicked in their head. That guy on the internet. Fuck that guy. Because he's a... Hey, Jerry. Hey. Jerry, Mr. Internet Man. Fuck you, Fuck Jerry. Fuck you, Jerry. Internet man. You're not cool. You're not fucking special. Fucking Vito's better than you. And Vito he gives is me better like than you. Fucking two megabytes per second. That's really bad internet speed. <laughs> That's really, fuck. really bad internet speed. <laughs> He's still better than Jerry. <laughs> fuck you, Jerry. Yeah. J- fuck Jerry, the, the inventor of the internet. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you know what I think would make people better, actually? If people behaved more like pirates on the internet instead of sharing positive or negative information with one another just sharing software and content and stuff like that don't say anything just share it directly yeah i it it really would be because it would just be this giant open source of shit exactly instead of hey here's words if so if google had no opinion that's what the internet should be you should be able to search for something think about the best definition you can go on YouTube, find a video that has 50,000 likes. Yeah. And just go to the comment section and see how many people try voicing their opinions or swaying people in a direction that means fucking nothing. And they go nowhere. Because guess what? This was a music video for a song from a band. And yet someone's over here trying to make symbolism behind it. Or someone's over here trying to justify why it sucks. And it doesn't fucking matter. Not it, unless none the of band it does. says it is something. And, like, no one should try and perceive it for what they believe it is. Because guess what? Your voice doesn't matter there. Well, that's what I really... um, It really bothers me when people tell an artist or tell other yeah. people what an artist tries to say. Simply do one thing. Ask a question instead of sharing your opinion. It doesn't matter. Because you're not the one who made it. And your opinion doesn't matter. Exactly. The artist's opinion matters because guess what? They made it. They're the artist. They're the ones speaking through that medium. They're the ones doing it. You're not. You're a fucking voice. You're not even a voice. You're fucking words on a forum bitching about something. 30,000 words deep. Yes, because guess what? I got to go fucking 10 pages of comments later to get to you. No one does that. No one gets to page 10 where you're at. So guess what? No one sees what you wrote. But I want to also disagree with that slightly. There are groups of people on the internet who are useful for for something. And it's not sharing opinions. (laughs) They're called the white knights of the internet. (laughs) And these are probably the only useful people on the internet, to be honest. Okay. The hard rule with the white knights of the internet. You always got to go to comment page one (laughs) that originally started. And those are the important people. Yes, you have to start at the beginning, beginning not the end. Because a lot of, like, say a video has... 250,000 pages. Yeah. You have to go to number zero uh-huh. <laughs> because that's where the white knights are. They're not anywhere later. Because those men were the forefathers of the comments. They're like, I have the answers for what you want. And those are, those and are the just, guys. It's they, not opinions. They leave the proper factual it's a information. Link. It's yeah. a link. It's a name. It's whatever. Because 
they'll they'll simply not even anybody will ask who's this in this video who's this band who's this in the porn no instead they just simply say that's priori yeah dude there's been so many times where like the first comment is just like name link here you go and you're just like smashing thank pumpkins you, sir thank you exactly you you win the internet so those are the only because <clears throat> guess what they are the internet pirates that you're talking about yeah no th that's what i'm saying the pirates are the same thing as the white knights of the internet they're the same group of people yep. they are the people who go to forums and only share they don't take they share the knowledge and that they have and if they don't have that knowledge another white knight will come across exactly and, supply that knowledge. and that's what i i personally believe the internet should behave as is not a dumping grounds for opinions or or things that people want to say but instead simply outputting fact or useful information i think it's just because people feel so comfortable being able to voice themselves there well they and there's no repercussions they do it with the screen tags if if it said victor calva would you say as much as you always do, or would you say a bit less? No, I always say as much as I'm willing to. And see, I don't like to talk when my name's up there. I do um, for sometimes I hate you and stuff, but aside from that, I prefer not to say all that much. I mean, in all honesty, I never really go off and ramble on the internet. Oh, I, dude, I don't post <clears throat> things. That, okay, what I will do is oftentimes act as a white knight. That's, that makes sense. That's what I legit will do because you know me. I tend to know things about, <laughs> well, kind of everything. Yeah. Um, I have like a like a large resource of information that is useful for searching things. So if I know something and I see the comments and everybody's like, who is this? What is this? How do I find this? Let me help you, sir. <laughs> exactly. I'd, it, won't even be, it won't even be that. It'll be, you can find more of this here. And then someone's just like, I love this guy. Yeah, exactly. That. And if you go to any pirate sites, um, they work similarly. It'll be like, oh, well, this file's a bit big, so you might want to try this link instead. And it'll be slightly smaller, more condensed, and easier to find. And you're just like, shit, that guy was useful. Yeah. Like, I don't know why the internet doesn't function as a place where, like, for instance, I have terabytes of data stored on my PC. What I should do is just... Flip a switch that allows people to take, like, the stuff that I say is okay to take. So, movies, music, whatever. I don't really care. I, I should be able to share it all to people. And that's what I think would make a – what exists as a toxic place more fundamentally, like, what the internet was I designed around. I think that's around. when it comes back to the selfishness of people, though. Dude, they all want to put in – It's insane. To make themselves seem important, but they don't want to contribute for the better of anything. No, I fully agree <coughs> with that. Early on, the internet existed – I don't know if you know, but when the internet was built, it was a line between two colleges. Yeah. And all those colleges shared was data. Exactly. Pure data. Pure, raw fucking data. It was not any no opinions. No conversations or It anything. was books and fucking files. And that's what the internet should have stayed as. Um, so if you think you're special and you think you should have a voice, what you should do instead is go outside and share that voice with the people that you know. The ones closest to you, because the ones that aren't there that don't mean anything, they don't care about what you have to say. No, they, they, they never will. They'll just speak as loud as you can, as they can. It's a face. shouting contest into one another's face. And guess what? When you're both shouting at each other, you can't hear one another. Exactly. So uh, what's the next note? Dating. <laughs> All right. All right. So. <coughs> fuck. <laughs> okay. So the reason for this one is everybody has a hard time dating. And it's because 
Everybody fucking sucks. I suck. You suck. We all suck. Suck. And so everybody has a hard time dating for, I think, a few easy reasons. You hate little bits of everyone, and you won't acknowledge that fact. And you won't accept it. And this isn't saying you, like, for instance, I'm not saying the person in front of me or anybody who's listening in particular, but everyone who's dating out there, everybody who has dated before, plans to in the future, or whatever, even if you are being reserved and not dating, anybody out there who's ever experienced it, you are at fault of this. No one ever will live up to your expectations, and for some reason, you still implement them. I do it all the time. I like I will like certain parts, not physical parts exactly, but like certain aspects of a person's personality. And then I'll realize, wait, these other ones don't match what I'm looking for. Time to keep looking for someone else. And it's such a fucking unhealthy thing to do to one to a person that tries to connect with you on a deeper level than just, hi, how are you doing? But then also on yourself because you get to know someone ever so slightly it's like you ever get a shot obviously you have right it's like getting needle deep but not actually pressing the injector you feel it but you don't go all the way exactly so the way this is it's again it's people wanting things one way that's my beliefs in this but what do they want what do you mean like they don't ever believe in a two-way street yeah, well, like, okay. It's always take, 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 yes, take. Yes, it's I want. But it's never, what are you willing to give? Mm, I, I can A agree. lot of the time, I can, not. I can agree. So <clears throat> what I think happens is we, because mankind is fucked and we suck, uh, we believe that our needs come before the many. Our individual needs come before the many and the all. So every person's needs are worth less than our own. Even if you think you're special in a snowflake, you're not. <laughs> but I guarantee you, along with the person next to you who doesn't think you're special, believes that their individual needs outweigh anybody else's next to them. Even the person that they've loved for 37 years. Yeah. And that's not fucking true. Everybody needs food, water, sex, and love. Yeah. Everybody needs those things. We all need sleep. That shit happens. We all need it. But most people aren't willing to accept that fact because they believe their needs are more important than anything else. Exactly. And people define those needs in different ways. Sometimes it's just company. Sometimes it's just sex. Sometimes it's a deep emotional connection with zero sex. And I'm talking to you asexual people out there because I can't stand the fact that you think you're asexual. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? No. Okay. You have genitals? Yeah, you're do. not asexual. It's not possible. You want to know why? Can I can I rip your fucking muscle. arm off and make another victor? Maybe. Nah, there's not a single person <laughs> on this goddamn planet that works that way. So you're not asexual. I don't know, man. No one's ripped my arm off. I don't know what fucking happens <laughs> when it comes off. But All I know is to be like a lizard and another bee sprouts out of that shit. I would actually be very happy because that one might like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's another victor. Hey, Randy, I really love Kingdom Hearts. I'm so excited for the third one. And then that. And then. I, I don't know. I would try to make another one so that way I'm triple happy, but one would just steal my cat and break my TV. <laughs> you're like, hey. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. Drops your TV and runs off with your cat. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You never seen your cat again, bitch. Yeah, see? Okay. That's what asexuality is. It doesn't exist. It'd be fucking horrible. It'd be like the gremlins. <laughs> ba, ba, 
I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. I wanna so, watch it. Yeah, I, I like that movie too. I haven't seen it in a long time. But um yeah, so like that. I fucking fuck you. It you're not ugh, you're not special. You know what? If you want someone in your life it has to be established this way. Both of you have to understand that you need to make sacrifices for one another and accept things that you don't like about each other. Yeah, that's that's something that's that incredibly is important. Biggest fucking thing. Cuz guess what? If you're apprehensive about something that you don't like with that person, you're going to hate it later down the line when it's 4 or 5 years of you going through it every day. Oh, dude. I I can say a million <clears throat> things about my super evil ex when it comes to that. Um, and it's not, it's not, I don't have hatred towards her. I call her my super evil ex because I like Scott Pilgrim, (laughs) but, um, it's not that she is not a good person or a bad person. She is a person. She is guilty of all the sins that I am and all the things that we all are. And that is breathing and living on this fucking planet. Um, she is as selfish as I am. Just like you are as selfish as me. Like that all exists. It's just because, again, we put ourselves first. Exactly. And eventually that firstness, that selfishness takes over and tells you, well, you're not going to work with this person or this person doesn't give me what I want, what I specifically need. So why do I want to stay around now? Exactly. (gasps) And it's not fucking fair sometimes, but also it doesn't matter if it's fair. What we should function as, but what we don't is a we should be an organism that can work symbiotically for the mutual good of the organism. We would do things for each other so that way the jobs and goals are accomplished together. Together, An individual goal is not a goal. A because goal, then you can't share that with Exactly. That a goal in unison is the goal. That is your own personal goal. What are you going to get if that person doesn't feel mutual about it? So, yeah, maybe you will be a famous singer someday, but spending six hours a day with a singing coach and not your wife is not cool. Fucking Sean from Slipknot experienced that. Exactly. He literally was not... He had a child and his wife that he didn't see for, what, a year? Exactly. And it almost tore them apart. And it does that to a lot of people. <clears throat> um, so I want to point out, hey, you, working for your real estate uh, license, maybe if you took a weekend off and spent time with your boyfriend, you guys wouldn't be arguing so much. Or, I don't know, if you took the time to get over your fears of driving, you guys would be able to go out and have a vacation somewhere. Things like that. Like... It's it's not about your good or bad. It's about the mutual good and mutual bad. Like It's what you can do to benefit each other. Exactly. Goals should be set for not an individual, but for the couple together. Yeah, sure, you have an individual life and you have goals, but in a perfect world, which it's not, you would work together for a mutual goal. And, and that is owning a house or... Yeah. A family um, or it, exactly. just having something that you guys are willing to get to together. Well, and right there, that's that's <laughs> exactly owning a house is a thing that people do together. Buying a car helps one person. Yeah, because guess what? Two guys, two people can't drive that car at the same time. Exactly. I want to see two people drive a I car mean, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, sure. There's like family cars. But how often do you see a couple who has two cars? One for each person. Because they have their own lives that they still exactly. have to go about. And that's partially the problem is that you're still 
required to take care of your specific needs and that other person's needs and, and most the couple's people needs. don't want to deal with that but exactly. you know what if you're not ready to deal with it maybe you're not ready to be with someone yeah i i yeah i can agree with maybe that maybe you need to take the time figure yourself out and not worry about something else. And that's for people who are in relationships. For the people that aren't in relationships, <clears throat> quit being so fucking picky. Yeah. Everyone sucks. It, again, like, coming back to the fucking theme of this episode, we hate everyone. Everyone hates each other, and you hate us. But that you know is what how you it do? works. You find the one you hate the least and the one that meshes the most with you. And the one that you're willing to put up with all their bullshit and their fucking anything that bothers you. And you deal with it. And then you symbiotically face meld so that way you cannot be removed from You flesh. turn into that weird nasty monster at the end of Slither. Yes. You weird turn into a gross guy who remembers <laughs> eating worlds. Weird meat amalgamation. <laughs> He's so fucking gross. <laughs> Dude, and then he stabbed Nathan Fillion in the stomach to try to pregnant him. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. He was going to turn into one of those big bursty dudes that has face huggers yeah, inside blah, of him. Blah, blah, blah. And then there were so many dead bodies after that guy Dude. died. I don't know how they were just fine with walking out of that house and pretending like there weren't corpses everywhere. If you haven't seen it already, go watch the movie Slither. It will make your stomach upset. Yeah, don't eat. James Gunn wrote Slither. Yeah, he did. The guy who also wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. So if you like Guardians of the Galaxy... Definitely and go watch Slither. <laughs> go watch Slither. It's totally related. It's promise. totally worth it. It involves space, so they're in the same universe. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's the next note? Things we hate about ourselves. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to start? Man, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> there's so much I know. There. So, misanthropy is usually external. People don't look at themselves usually. People usually say there's something wrong with the world and nothing wrong with me. No, fuck that. I hate myself just as much as I hate everyone else. Exactly, because I'm part of that. Um, so, I think my biggest problems that I, I truly have a hatred for is... I don't know how to say when things are enough, like I have enough of this, or I've done enough of that, or I've accomplished enough of this. Instead, I just keep pressing. Can't and handle I, moderation. I can't stand that. There's no moderation inside of me. It's not in me at all. Um, my, like, my biggest flaw that uh, everyone will say to me, and I fully agree with, is that I'm incredibly judgmental. Uh, no one lives up to my expectations because they don't exist in this world. Everyone fucking sucks, and I hate them all, including me. Yeah, and the problem with that, though, is people can't accept it for what it is. It's like, fucking let it happen. Yeah. It's like, just fucking let it happen. Don't be mad at me for <coughs> not liking you because we are alive. Just realize that we all suck, your life's and we different shouldn't be than alive. Mine. My opinion shouldn't matter in your life, because, for one, I shouldn't have impact on your life unless we're that close yeah exactly there's that so what's some stuff you hate about you me personally i fucking hate how i want to try and keep people happy i know that because i do that no matter what see i I, <laughs> I flip the switch every once in a while but i really do focus on trying to keep people happy also because it's always i want to try and bring the smile to your face i want to do that and then the inside it kills me because i'm too busy worrying about their problems it's massively self-destructive and it fucking brings the hate out in me because i'm like you're getting happiness and i'm not finding this well and then i do end up doing that and then looking at myself and saying hey i did this to make you happy but it's not a what have you done to make me happy. <coughs> it's but the lack it's of a, reciprocation. Cool. 
I did this to make you happy, and I'm not getting anything from anyone in this universe, like to settle that, to to feel fill that fucking you, hole in my chest. You know what? If someone is like either either receiving or giving, fucking return the favor. Like, there's such a small number of people in this world who will bother you. Like, you've been there for me. I will be there for you. Well, I keep re- referencing movies. Do you know what a utopia is? Yeah. So a utopia, for those who don't know, is the opposite of a dystopia or the opposite of misanthropy. It is the perfect world, a perfect world. And it's not that the world, no one shits in this world and gasoline doesn't exist. A utopia is a world where everyone works for the greater good of everyone. Um, Star Trek technically is a utopia. The The Federation is. That's true. Um, so what it is, is instead of working for me and doing things for me it's you gave me something like for instance uh let's let's go with something i don't know what what's something that you've given me recently personally uh fuck (laughs) i'm drawing blanks i gave you a blank okay cool thanks (laughs) i'm happy about that um so okay you helped me install a bookshelf in my house right yeah that's true so What's really cool is I really appreciate the help. So my job in a utopia would be to do that to three other people. To help three other people in that degree. Kind of returning it tenfold in a sense. Threefold, specifically. I like the term I know it's a, I know <laughs> I know you like the term tenfold, but you will break yourself if you yeah, do ten. Yeah, that's true. Whereas three, and it doesn't have to be deep, but you give three different people that same th- amount of effort or time or energy or just whatever and you give that to those three people and then they and they give it, it to three it more spreads exponentially exactly and that's you why you don't it. give it to one <clears throat> that's why you don't give it to two you give it to three because it's fucking exponentially higher and um you're also again not breaking yourself about it so for every single good deed you receive you give out three in return so you don't give one for one you keep going because it dies out at some point well it just goes in a straight line so that's the key is giving three good deeds to people to help out different people. And it could be something simple. Say an elderly man who's maybe homeless and he doesn't smell so great is on the street, like sitting on the ground. He can't get up. Um, so you try to help him up. You stand him up and then you ask him, hey, how's your day going? Do you need help with anything? And maybe he's hungry or maybe he just needs you to help him get to the bus stop. Do that. Because it's in your fucking means to do so. You're fully capable of it. And it's something so simple that would take exactly. minutes out of your day. It would make his day, and it would take, again, minutes from your day. And then do that two more times. And then I guarantee you, if he, that homeless man, were to do three good things, he might share what he got from you with someone. Not Not saying a story, but say you got him food. If he splits it three ways and gives it to people that he knows... He's helped out three different people. One person helps out so many. You see? But so guess what? It's it doesn't work that way. Because we fucking suck. <laughs> Instead of saying, fuck that guy. He's not worth shit. Exactly. You, and you Don't just, look at my shoes. They cost more than your you, life. You will fucking walk past them. And <clears throat> that's what's wrong with mankind as a whole. Is we are shitty fucking animals that deserve not to exist. Or n- maybe not not to exist. But at a significantly smaller scale than we do. There are too many of you. And you you that you're listening if you're capable of listening 
you are too many. Yeah. The only I, so I've always had a true belief in Darwin's like survival of the fittest. Yeah, no, like, I I it, agree with that, but you really can't eat people down, and kill no, them. <laughs> okay, I know that. <laughs> I'm saying like natural selection too, where it's just like, hey, maybe you weren't supposed to be here. <laughs> well, it that so if you agreed with that, then you wouldn't be here. No, I am fully aware of that. So I you can't fully aware you can't that. fully agree with Darwinism, um, because you shouldn't manipulate it then. So going to a doctor when you're sick and trying to repair that broken bone. If you I, truly believe in Darwinism, you won't fight it. I, <laughs> You'll just dude, succumb to it. The last time I've been to a doctor was when I was forced as a child. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever, I'm going to let my life do its thing and see what happens. I like that. You saved this country so much money. <laughs> <laughs> dude, kid you not. Last time I've been to a doctor was like, fuck. I, I wasn't I, an adult. <laughs> I think I went to a doctor when I was like 20 because I couldn't stop coughing. And I thought I was going to die. Um, and it was because I had an upper respiratory infection. No, it was from like singing. when I caught the flu recently. I didn't you, go to You the almost died. I just, and you really, really I did just almost die. sat in bed and let life take its course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if this is the time to go, this is how it is. Bellala will take me smiling and clean. <laughs> Odin, <laughs> embrace me so I can arrive shiny and chrome. Witness me. <laughs> and then I would have died. Yeah. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. Um, Because my body fought it off and (laughs) let me win. Yes. Uh, What's the next next one? (laughs) Do we deserve to live? Man, we kind of just, I don't know. Like I said. No. All right. So this actually is a deeper question based on Darwinism. Yeah. What counts as deserving? I think if you can get through life without the assistance of others to help you get through life that is the biggest thing all right so all right well, <coughs> i mean yeah you have to go through the paternal upbringing i'm gonna have to just i'm um, paternal upbringing a dad has to birth you from his dick hole <laughs> parental whatever there we go you. parental upbringing. <laughs> um so his i'm gonna <laughs> di- i'm gonna disagree with all of that because um if you didn't pay your taxes There would be no police. There would be no, like, potholes in the streets. And children would steal your car. I'm down for that. Totally down for that. Guess what? That's Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) That is the world I want to live in, sir. Because guess what? A man with no wills is is definitely a man with no (laughs) No hope. hope. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's that's what would happen. Um, And that's out of your actual control. It's not something that you caused. It's out of your control. But because you do pay for the assistance of others... You don't have that problem. Yeah, but why not just let it spiral? Um, See, because this is the part where I believe that technically, if you can survive in Mad Max land, then you deserve to live. See, I okay, I don't think you deserve to live at all. <laughs> I don't think you deserve <laughs> it. I think the only thing that should make it deserved. See, I keep referencing things. In Futurama, there's an episode where there's a Mayan apocalypse. Oh, I remember that. And in the Mayan apocalypse, they took one of every necessary profession. That's it. So one doctor, one astrophysicist. That's how it worked. So if you were integral on the existence of mankind, then you got to go. If you couldn't do it, you did not deserve to live and you died in the smoldering heap of Earth. Well, same thing was World War Z. Uh, Fucking Brad Pitt had his family on like the carrier. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, yo, if he doesn't come through, 
We don't need you we're gonna, here. We're going to take you you're, off the plane. You're not <laughs> contributing. Off and, the carrier. Uh, <laughs> there's more important people we could have here. No, yeah, and I fully agree with that. So there's a finite space, a finite amount of tickets. If you can't contribute to the wheel spinning, <laughs> maybe you don't deserve it. Yeah, if you're just consuming and not, not manufacturing or creating, then you are not useful. And you do not deserve to exist. See what I mean? That makes total I sense. I told you. Yeah. So, if you can't make society better, stronger, or save someone's life, you do not deserve to live. What can you bring forward? Uh, So, if you're feeling depressed right now... That's the point. This is the way we've been feeling over the last while. <laughs> it's just been in us. <sighs> and what's funny is, again, we go around and hate e- hate everything together. Yeah, um, we've just kind of been on a hate spree And recently. so it's, it's a healthy fucking thing to do. You shouldn't just be happy with everything. You can't be happy with everything. Things suck. If somebody tells you that you're not allowed to say something, simply say this. Fuck you. Who are you to decide what I can no, no, no. say? No, no, no. Just say fuck you. No, yeah. I'm saying no. Yeah. They have no right. Yes. <laughs> they have no right to police anything. I agree with that. So... I mean, yes, there's a time and place to say things. Definitely don't do it on the internet because you're not going to be heard. And don't do it at work because you might not work anymore. I mean, you know. <laughs> but if you're not being paid, say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. In fact, I encourage you to. Retard. Uh, we brought that word yes, back. Yes, <laughs> I had to bring it back. Say retard. Fucking queer bag. See? It's fine. <laughs> and I'm not upset. Like, it's fine. They're fucking words. It's a word. If, if a word can hurt you... You might want to do something about that. You might want to rethink some things. <laughs> you might want to do something about that. Because guess what physical damage can do to you? It will destroy you. Yeah. So, um, not all of us deserve to live. What's the next note? <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Suicide. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Right. Welcome to the <laughs> Festival of Misery. Yeah, that's what this is. Fuck. <laughs> we came up with these notes while we were depressed. That's why. We were listening I've to metal in the there. car. I have totally been there. I have too. I have been there. I have actually been admitted to a mental institute because of it. I have not. I have not had any mental help. Uh, and that's what actually worries me a little more than other people. Like, for instance, you've talked to people about it. I have I not. I don't feel like it helped at all. <laughs> I had a therapist that did nothing for me. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't think therapists actually do anything for you. I think you physically decide to change those things because maybe a therapist gives you suggestions. But it's up to you to But it's suggestions. Them. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to take your fucking pills. Even if you've got a rotting off leg, you don't have to take your pills. Let gangrene take it. Yeah. Down to Davy Jones. Maybe water. it's the way God intended it to. Maybe Green you don't need a leg. And made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should embrace nature and wear a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, well, you you got a story for the show? Yeah. Uh this was middle school. Okay. My grandma just passed and and my eyes, she was fucking everything. She was the rock that kept me around the talk to and everything because my grandparents are the ones that did most of my upbringing yeah uh, my parents were there they were never really like oh whatever but my grandparents did the morals the teachings and all that and primarily my grandmother yeah and sadly you know life took her sooner than i would have expected because this was someone i loved deeply as a child and mm-hmm. a child doesn't understand death no, no way at all <clears throat> not at all so one second you have this person that's there, and next they're torn from you. You never see them again. 
you never got to say that goodbye. You never got to have that last conversation. You never got to do any of that. And then it's gone. So me, I was a very emotional person growing up. I was always wearing my feelings on my sleeves. And that right there kind of flipped a switch and put me in a very dark spot. Which one, I don't ever think I came out of. But I was in a very, very dark place where I was just like, why am I alive? What's my purpose? I don't see a reason to it. And this was like a middle school child. So like 12, 13, something like that. If even that. I stopped going to school. I started ditching a lot. My parents were actually getting court summons at some point because of how much school I missed. Oh, wow. And this is because of one person disappearing in my life that was the biggest influence. And, you know, everyone tried giving me the, oh, what what do you think she would think? I'm like, it doesn't matter. She's fucking gone. And I don't know. A dark world, you know. And at some point, I was just like, fuck this. I don't need to be here anymore. What does it matter? So I did legit try and just ram a blade in my chest. And I went about skin deep, um, like, probably, you know, enough to get through the tip. Mm-hmm. And at some point, something just stopped me. And I don't know if it was the fact that I was too scared to go through it or maybe something snapped and, like, hey, maybe you got something a little bit more to go on for. It's called self-preservation, homie. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's self-preservation. <laughs> Ow, this hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't do it. Um, and, of course, my school started asking like what's going on the counselor got involved and one day I just kind of broke down the counselor's office and they're like and I was like you know what fuck I tried killing myself and they're like whoa what (laughs) so them being a weird shitty school that they were didn't bother to contact my parents or anything they called law enforcement instantly to go get me transferred to a mental institute that's backwards yeah that's so fucking backwards and i got escorted out of school by cops it's because you were on um what's called 72 hour watch (laughs) yeah but when 72 hour watch happens you're supposed to inform people and that's only if they catch you in the middle of trying to commit suicide Yeah, i literally just verbally told them because i oh sorry one misanthropic thing I don't understand why, but in the United States, it's illegal to commit suicide. Makes no sense. Makes no Makes fucking no sense. Makes no fucking sense it's at all. It's illegal to commit suicide. <laughs> and the punishment is 72-hour watch. I don't understand it. What is three days going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it does not make the world better. <laughs> oh, guess what? You got me under watch for three days. You know what's going to happen after those three days? I'm going to want to do it even more. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking insane. I, I just, I find it mind boggling that the United States says, hey, it's illegal to kill yourself. It's dumb. That it should makes be like. No fucking sense. If there's anything that's a God given right, it's to kill yourself. Yeah. It's your life. Exactly. <laughs> you should ultimately have the final <laughs> say in any of it. And I'm not saying to go out and kill yourself. It's just, maybe it feels nice to have that power to say, hey, I can press the off switch. If I can't I press the on it, switch, but I have the option to I press the off switch. If I flip it permanently, I would like to have the ability to do so without repercussion. Exactly. And that's, I think, yeah, sure, more people would kill themselves. But also, why does the government get involved with that? It's that's very strange to me. that they should be concerned with. <laughs> so, sorry, I cut you off there. No, I it's just, fine. Yeah, it totally I is. I think that's weird. Uh, 
It is. <laughs> it really is. Because it's just kind of like, why? Why do you have that input? You shouldn't have that type of control. Well, and worse, it. what's worse is it's people that don't actually know you that have to say, you have so much worth living it's for. Like you've never seen me before. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know you. Exactly. Do you even know my last name? Oh, uh, do you even know my first name? <laughs> what's my dog's name? <laughs> do you know where I live? How was I born? <laughs> You have so much to live for. That's all they yell exactly. at you. Exactly. And you're just like, nah, you don't know anything. Exactly. But, yeah, so they did that. And then they call my parents after the fucking cops are already driving me to the institute. So they throw you in the back of the car. Did they put cu- they, they cuff didn't you cuff or me. they they just said, hey, you got to come with yeah, us? Yeah, they're like, yo, you're coming with us. That sucks like, ass, okay. dude. And this is the middle of lunch. So I'm getting escorted in front of People all of my see peers. You. Exactly. So then they take me there. They admit me. My parents, well, my mom meets me up there. I'm not going to get into my dad, but <laughs> um, basically they're like, well, he doesn't have a choice. He's staying here. Mm-hmm. You are now aware you have to sign these papers. And like so much was just wrong. And I know everything was done wrong now that I look back at it. So I had to stay a night there. And fuck, man. When you see the definition of rock bottom it's in a place like that yeah and i think that's exactly why that line from fight club sticks with me so much the whole you have to lose everything before you can do anything Mm -hmm. because that right there was like holy shit (laughs) this is it (laughs) all right i i can dig it and that's why it resonates so much with me because dude i literally like interacted with some of the most craziest situations i've ever experienced in my entire life and i hang around you on the norm so that says a lot yeah it does one kid was in there for trying to stab his parents eyes out because he was they wanted him to go to sleep early yeah (laughs) uh my roommate that i had that night i didn't realize this but when 10 o'clock comes around he starts just going mommy 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 for 30 minutes straight and then starts puking that's horrifying and I had to deal with that. All and night. and again, <clears throat> sorry, this is just my. I sometimes I really loathe our government. It was just because you said you were suicidal at school. They throw you. They throw you like with that crazy children. Yeah. And those kids need help. Like legit need help. Like maybe medical, like supplies, and a priest. Yes. But like, but you're you not the same as the those. Two. You weren't. You like don't. You can't just. How does that not make you want to kill yourself Dude, more? I don't understand that one. I had one. the worst fucking day of my life in that place. Which is so backwards. Hey, let's make your day worse. Like, we know that you're going through a lot, but let's throw you in the pit with everyone else. And that's so fucking backwards, dude. But, like, it's because they think your needs are not as good as the many, which is insane. And that's the part where they shouldn't have that type of control. Yeah, I agree so, with that. Yeah, I got through the night. Um, luckily, I saw it in the better way of, holy shit, life isn't so bad. It gets I'm not worse. in that spot. Exactly. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And, so and I talked to psychiatrists. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that shit ever again. And see, like, part of me makes me think that's why you go is because they're like, hey, you got to deal. Tactic. You got to deal with these. But I don't know if that's actually the truth well, or not. Well, because, okay, it's it's black or white in that place, dude. There yeah. is no gray area. Yeah. It's either going to push you further into the abyss and you're never going to come out, or you're like, holy fuck, I'm never doing this again. I don't want to be here. 
Yeah. Luckily, I got the I don't want to be here because fuck all of that shit. <laughs> but fuck, dude. I can only imagine who's someone someone who's more fucking mentally frail. That can break them. Yeah. That could be the deciding factor, and they will stay there. Yeah. They I, will not come out, and they will become those people that are in there. Yeah, I can agree with that. I fully, yeah, I can see how that makes perfect sense. So, yeah, that fucking sucks. I Not to, like, steal the mic, but I... No, nah, you're good. <laughs> half, half, like, okay. Um, So, this is still the suicide note. Do we have any notes after that? Uh, this is the end cap. Was there just... Yeah, okay. So, um... <laughs> Just to go over mine, uh, I I make jokes all the time about having been an emo girl in high school and stuff like that, but I've known people, and I've been one of the people, like, I'm fully comfortable with self-harm and fully, like, capable of it. I can hurt myself to a degree that surprises Victor at times. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and surprises many people I know. Um, I've broken my own bones um, over, over being simply called a liar one time, actually. Um, and it's, it's very interesting that like, I can flip that switch in myself to take any pain that I can do to myself, but sometimes it scares me the damage that I can do like to myself. Yeah. Like a crash <laughs> test dummy. Sometimes it does like, okay. Um, I have a scar on my chest and I have a tattoo over that scar that is shaped like a heart with the initials of my ex-girlfriend, my super evil ex and myself. Um, the scar on my chest was self-inflicted, um, back when I was 16 or so. I loved the girl enough to make a permanent reminder of her. And I don't know how love can do that to you, but it made me legitimately insane. Like, comfortable with hurting myself in, in defense of someone else. I made incredibly negative decisions throughout that relationship. And this isn't like a reflection at the relationship. It's a reflection at myself. Yeah, because we've I'm both been there. fully capable of destroying myself for someone, which is, I think that's why I haven't been in as deep a relationship since then. It's the fear of letting someone have that much control. Yeah, I don't really want you to have that kind of control because no one really deserves that. But for some reason, I can't allow someone to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so... That relationship damaged me so deeply and immensely. Um, it kind it came to like a screeching halt around the time that you and I became real friends, because we've known each other since 2014 or so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 2014 Fuck in dude. October. Um. <laughs> so we've known each other a really long time, and uh, it was in 2015 that like things were truly over in that relationship. Because when you knew me, I was engaged and I had a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was still fresh off of mine. Exactly. But um, I was hopeful and energetic like most people who are in a young relationship. And what's funny is I was in that one for a really long time. But when it finally ended, I did what I think a lot of people do, and that's isolated myself. Um, but I isolated myself to an immensely unhealthy degree. And at the time, I had no motor transportation, so I didn't have a bicycle. I walked everywhere. I fucking walked everywhere. And one day, uh, it it really killed me because she told me that she was seeing someone else. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, two weeks after we broke up. And oh, we had been together yeah. we had been together for eight years. That so is the deepest knife you can ever feel in your entire to, life. To no feel physical knife. 
Nothing can come close to that. To feel like the thing that you love most in this world belongs to someone else now. And I'm not saying property-wise. I'm saying... What you thought was going to be for you. For Exactly. Yours forever and comfortably. And you were going to be theirs. Is now what it was. someone else's. And it's not jealousy. It's not jealousy. Because... It's not. It wasn't that I wanted this ob- this person. Like, I don't want this thing back. I don't want this relationship back the way it was. It's just... I don't want to feel that, it, like that the loss of that, and how easily it can be transmitted somewhere else. I guess there's a there's a song it's uh-huh. by the Reckless ones called Forbidden, and there's a line in there where it's like, the pain when I'm with you, isn't anywhere near as bad when I see you with someone else. Yeah, that is one of the most fucking heart wrenching things is to see someone. And whether they look happy or not, it's just, just seeing someone, someone else. else with yeah, them. Yeah, it, it's enough to destroy you, and it it did exactly that. Um, I went so fucking brutally cold yep. in my life. Oh, samezies, dude. That I couldn't respond to anything or anyone. Um, the biggest wall of hate and coldness went up that day. <laughs> and there was the, this knife that I'm literally holding right now. Um, there was a point in time that. I was sitting at a park bench, and I was just like, I kind of want to just press this into my forearm as hard as I can and drag it, because you can't surgically fix that. No. I'm fully (laughs) aware of that. You can't fix that. You're not getting motor skills back, Mm -mm. and if I don't call anyone, if no one knows I'm here, that's it. no one's getting to me in time. takes three minutes to bleed out, friends. So... That's that's and three minutes to bleed out, five minutes to brain death, and you you're gone. So that's all you got to do. Exanguin exanguination is what it's called. Um, I yeah, I sat at a park bench and I had this pressed into my forearm, and I couldn't tell whether or not to go. But I, it, what's so funny is like, my mom, because she means a lot to me. My mom being upset was the thing that made me not want to. And that's the only thing. That's the only fucking thing was I didn't want to disappoint or upset my mom. And since then, I've never felt that way before. But even to this day, and this is something I don't tell anybody, I close my eyes while driving my motorcycle sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> just because you got to let go. I'm not telling you to commit suicide. I'm not telling you to go hurt yourself or anything like that. I'm telling you, you are not in control of your life and shitty things will happen. You can either become strong or you will break and disappear. One of the two things that will happen. No, mankind does not deserve to exist, but you breathe. And that means your job is to continue. That's your it. Goal That's your is fucking to responsibility. Fucking keep going. If you're gonna wake up every day fucking breathing, then fucking fight for that shit. Exactly. That's your fucking motivation. <laughs> That's your job. If you are sad because Tony left you or because Samantha like cheated on you or whatever, Tony is a shitbag and Samantha doesn't deserve you. It's not worth it. Um you, dude, okay, I just remembered I had a second <laughs> suicide attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even remember that until right now. Did you want to do that this. one? I mean, fuck it's it. It's up to you. We're, yeah. we're venting it. I was yeah. going to get it out. 
But this is literally about a few months after I broke up with my ex at the time. Okay. The one from back then. I know who you're talking about. One. You're super evil ex. <clears throat> yeah. And fucking emotions were gone. I was the same broken person that you were. Mm-hmm. I think that's what made us get along so well is we were two broken dudes oh, dude. with nothing. When we first became friends, all we did was <clears throat> bitch about everything. Because we didn't have anything in common, actually. Nothing at all. We had nothing in common. <laughs> Even our favorite video games we didn't have in common. Vastly different. <laughs> um, so the only thing we had in common was the hatred of certain things. That's and what that's what's weird is that kind of drew us together. Is oh, dude, I can't stand when this happens. Like we used to have fucking six hour long conversations after we dude, got off we'd of work. Get out at nine thirty, and before we knew it, it's like two or three in the fucking morning. Dude, I remember fucking going home at four in the fucking morning sometimes sitting outside and all we did is just sit outside that's it and venting to each other (laughs) it's so redonkulous but i was in that pit and i was just like the fuck man it doesn't matter it's again that feeling of like that person isn't there anymore that person is with someone else obviously that means they don't care and just all that that feeling of emptiness and loss so I legit had fucking gun. And I was just like, no, that's it. That's the quickest and fastest way to do this. Because <laughs> my logic at the time was like, I couldn't do the knife because the knife was too painful. See, I won't, and <clears throat> I've always been of the thought, it needs to be painful and it needs to be not instantaneous. <laughs> With me, I was just on the spot where I was just like, fuck it, I want it gone. Make it count. So I was like, this one's going to make it count. <laughs> and I had it loaded. I had it cocked and literally fucking trigger half pulled. And it was the same thing. It it was fucking, what the fuck? I'm going to leave this mess and this impact on everyone that cares about me's life. Mm-hmm. And why am I going to do that? Because no matter what, yeah, you do it and you think that you're done. But what does that leave on them? Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the part that kind of, you know, that definitely massively stopped me not kind of that was a big thing that ran through my head it's was one like, of the biggest contributing factors I feel so bad for like my mom having to clean that dude, up or like imagine someone just walking in on that whatever it be whether it been you tore the fuck out of your forearm with the knife exactly and there's flesh everywhere or there's brain matter on the wall but i do want to point out so th- this is going to be a horrible horrible joke um there's a guy called nick schwartz He's a comedian, and he was in movies. He had a joke or a bit where if you're going to go out, why not do it in front of strangers in a comedic (laughs) fashion? (laughs) I think I've heard this before. (laughs) And so uh, the key for this would be to surprise people when you kill yourself. (laughs) So maybe it is with a gun, but what you do is you run up like – Okay. Crowded ass area. No, nope, better. You knock on someone's front door. Oh they my open God. the door and you say, Bang! Nope. You say, What is that smell? And then shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> that way, they're both confused and fucking destroyed. <laughs> and just impact. haunted forever. Just, what smell? This crazy man just fucking blew his brains out oh, of worse, front of me. He wasn't crazy. It smelled that bad he killed himself. <laughs> Right? And, like, I d- sorry, I had to lighten it up just a little bit with that. Like, I think if anybody, like, if you're going to kill yourself, if you make a spectacle out of it, but, like, a cool one, I can't fault you at all. Like, if you, like, for those people who really, really love um, 
uh, fuck. Asphyxiation. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. See, I know how to say the word all together. Autoerotic asphyxiation. God damn it. It's too late. We'll just get past that. If you love that, dress as a clown every time you do it. That way. And honk your nose. That way, whenever the fucking paramedics have to come and get you. They're You're like, just a strangled clown with your dick out. <laughs> Instead of David Carradine on a fucking hotel door. Exactly. You know what I mean? I just, I think that's the way it should make be Make it done. matter. Yeah. Make it matter and, like, give those firemen a smile when you do it. Because you know they're not going to fucking be like, oh, fuck. You're like, holy shit. Or make he went it, out in style. Yeah, or make it the craziest, <laughs> coolest story. Like, do you know what happens when you let an entire helium tank fill up a person? They don't live. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> You're good. You know what you would be? You would be that conversation that they're having while they're cooking dinner at their fucking firehouse. Like, like, be like hey, remember that one dude from two months ago? Exactly. Bro, there was so much him everywhere. <laughs> fucking everywhere. Like, don't put your head inside of an oven and, like, suffocate on that gas. Fucking kill yourself with helium. Just... just Laugh until and you, know what you, you can't do? see. Just fucking fill the place full of fucking balloons at the same time. Yeah. So they come into a party and death. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking great. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I think that's important. So this has been sometimes I hate everything. And I think we don't have a note. We're just closing out, right? Well, I mean, the main takeaway from this is positivity. Yeah. <clears throat> no matter how fucking negative everything seems, no matter how dark the fucking world can get, Guess what? You're still breathing, which means you care about something. Yeah. If if you're still breathing and you've been suicidal, well, there's obviously something keeping you there. If and and I think even worse or better, if you've tried and it didn't work, give up. Don't, give up on that. Just yeah, go do go. something else. Join the Peace Corps. I don't give <clears> a fuck. Go do something. And I don't know. It's it's important to hate things together. So if you have a best friend and you've listened to this episode, call that best friend up or text them and say, I really hate this, but that's why I get along with you. Yeah. I mean, that's what built Andy and I's relation- relationship. Yeah. We were built on mutual hate. <laughs> that's what this show is called, Sometimes I Hate You. It's because... There, dude, there's tons of aspects of my personality I know you can't stand. But the I same fucking way, still love you, Exactly. Dude. In the exact same way, the same, same goes for me. So what's important is, yeah, you can hate shit, but it's not the end of the world, and you got to find things that make you smile because there's a lot of worse things in this fucking universe. You know my saying. Anytime someone's like, man, today sucks or something stupid like that. Well, like, you're not dead. <laughs> I'm like, guess what? Could be worse. You could have no kneecaps. Every that- time, <laughs> no matter what it is, I make a limb or something go missing, and they're just like, fuck, you're right. Yeah, I and I fully <laughs> agree with that. So I just I want you guys to remember, keep your boots shined and your gun pointed forward. Fuck yeah, <laughs> because guess what? One day, future Andy's coming to come knocking on that fucking door. And I got to make sure if you're wearing <laughs> your boots and your gun. Because <laughs> if he ain't... Good. <laughs> uh, one last thing, actually. Um, if you guys have anything that you hate and you've listened to this episode... Go to um, sometimesihateyou.com. Oh. Go to sometimesihateyoupodcast at gmail.com and email us something you hate. 
It could be the show. It could be this episode. It could be the color purple. I don't care. You know what? If you want to vent and make this a fucking essay, do it. Please do. We will read it. We promise. It will be there and we will take this. (laughs) Yeah. And then also, you guys who listen on um, and are on the group on Facebook, uh, I'm going to put up a post and I want you to make an I hate statement. Doesn't have to be extravagant. And yeah, sure. It's sharing opinions on the internet. Who gives a fuck? But it's among people who mutually hate. Things. Exactly. And just say, I hate, and leave it at that. I don't care. I, I actually, what I prefer is no responses. I'd like to hear no one say anything. You know what? No responses. Just Fuck let it. everybody hate this. something together. Just fucking point out something you hate. And don't hand me that bullshit that you don't hate anything. Because nah. that is bull. I, I do not believe you. I hate chihuahuas. That's I don't think they're thing. real dogs. They're like weird little rats. Right? <laughs> what do you hate? Uh, I, <laughs> I can just start listing things. Yeah, no, just little stuff. You having a hard time there, pumpkin? Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to think of something right now. I hate watermelon. Fuck you. I do. I hate you right now, <laughs> you piece of shit. I hate watermelon. Um, <clears throat> You're dead I, to me. I hate musky women. I hate musky people. Yeah, but fucking I hate, hygiene I hate musky women specifically. Nah, man, because if you just smell, fuck you. Um, Go take care of yourself. I hate bananas. Um, so we were talking about trying to make me vomit. Having me eat a banana <laughs> will make me like legit. I'm gonna have you down like three he- fucking like bananas. Heave. Yeah, I'm gonna make you down like three bananas. I will throw up. All right, if I fuck eat a yeah, banana. we doing. Wait, did you eat banana ice cream? No, no, it's gotta be just a ro- right regular banana. <laughs> What the fuck, man? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with <laughs> I you? I don't know. I fucking hate bananas. You're fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, you, you really? You got nothing? We can end this show when you say I hate something, but it's got to be small, and not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. That's the foremost thing in my life. <laughs> I hate. Um. Oh God. Well, I I hate. Like, you know what I hate? Hot. I hate people who fucking put change on the counter when your hands reached out. I hate that shit I can so agree goddamn with that. fucking much. I, like, here's 14 pennies and a nickel. On the counter. And your hand was right there. I hate that. You know what? If you're one of those shitbags that do that, fuck you. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Fucking put it in the goddamn hand. All right. We're going to end this shit. Again, email us at sometimes I hate you podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you hate. Uh, go to the Facebook group and tell us what you hate. Uh, this has been Sometimes I Hate Everything. Um, I'm Andy. This is Victor. And we actually, we love you guys. Yeah, you know what? I know I say I hate you guys all the time, but I love you. No, we love you, and thanks for listening, guys. Take it sleazy. Everyone's in love with me, this beautiful disaster begging you kill me, please. Won't you kill (laughs) me, please?